Hello, we are No More Sexy Shit. I'm Beth. I'm Louise. And this is episode 12, where we're talking all about Netflix's newest series, Heartstopper. Before we dive into anything, spoiler warning, we will be spoiling the whole plot. So if you haven't watched it, go away, watch it and come back as always. Okay. Heartstopper is the story of two grammar school boys who become friends and discover they may have feelings for each other. And it also follows a whole group of friends, but the main characters focus on Charlie and Nick. Yeah, the fun thing about this is that I only found out last night, it was actually based on a webcomic. I didn't know that. Uh, And written by Alice Osman, who wrote uh, the series as well. So it's, yeah, fun fact, fun fact. The comics are very good. Oh, have you seen some? I've seen some, yes. Nice. So let's get into characters. So our first kind of protagonist um, and the main guy in it is Charlie, played by Joel Locke. And he is very introverted and we see him in quite a toxic relationship with Ben. And he we find out a bit of his backstory that he had come out in school the previous year and hadn't been very well received and he was being bullied a lot because he uh, is gay. So he has a lot of self-worth problems. He has really bad um, self-confidence. He doesn't think he's worth anything. And then he comes into school after kind of having a bad fight with Ben or just not feeling great and he meets this guy called Nick who is a year older than him at school and there's kind of electricity flying as soon as they meet each other and it's like quite cute so as the story progresses Charlie kind of falls in love with Nick more and more and they become really good friends and Charlie goes as far as joining the rugby team just yeah. so that he can become friends with Nick. You talk about sparks fly and there's literal like sparks and um, they've got like, the leaves on the on the it's animated and I think yeah, that's yeah. really cute and it adds to the whole comic book aesthetic of it. Definitely. So there's, like, subtle nods to the comic books. Yeah I really yeah. love that. I mean we'll come we'll speak a bit more about that later but yeah I really love that part as well. Um, Joe Locke is 18, I believe. I think it's his first on-screen role. Wow. So it's a very good role for him to be lead. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. And the, um, Charlie has a really, yeah, he, he has really good friends, supportive friends. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not just focused in this romance, uh, which I like about the series. There's kind of other side stories going on and, about friendships as well, just being as important as romantic relationships, which is really cool. Yeah. Shall we talk about Nick? Go for Nick it. Nelson. The big Kit Connor, who is a rugby boy. Um, but not a stereotypical this show plays a lot of stereotypes and the preconception ideas of um, what rugby is and even the characters both all the characters have different ideas of like people and it plays off this and Nick Nelson is against stereotype and he is kind he is caring he has a dog which is very cute <laughs> and he's just really nice um one of my favorite lines of him is 
I was going to go on a date with a girl, but her dog died. <laughs> because it was very funny. As yeah. how caring he was. Um, the, he also exploded sexuality, mm-hmm. of course, because he developed films with Charlie. And we see that, and it's very cute. With, like, the scene where they're watching the film. And then we see him watching Pat's Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Nightly, and the Land of Bloom. Which is funny because when most of the time when actors are like shown talked about on TV show, they have to get asked permission. So Kira Knightley and Alan Dublin know about the culture that is Pirates Caribbean, which yes. I think is very funny. <laughs> yes, he's very protective of Charlie, but even stands up to his friends. And he does not completely cut off his friends, but he's just like, no, if you're mean, I am leaving. Yeah, which is quite and- good. He's cutting the toxic relationship out. Exactly, definitely. Yeah, uh, Nick is a really likeable character and I feel like um, from the people that I've spoken to who have watched this, he's been really relatable for a lot of them, um, particularly when he does the um, how gay am I quiz or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And I think a lot of friends that I know that are part of the LGBTQ plus community um, have also been through similar situations. Um, so it's, it's really good that we're um that there's representation out there for the lgbtq community because this i mean this is the first kind of proper british lgbtq focused character show (laughs) that we have so i think yeah i think it's really important and glad that it's out there that they don't die yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're we're dying guys (laughs) but sadly a dog did die so yeah (laughs) um so moving on to Tao, he is Charlie's best friend, and uh, I'm just gonna get this out there. He really annoyed me, like just. I, I don't said know. I hated Avengers. Yeah, well, that was one <laughs> one reason, <laughs> but he was just oh, he, he some of the stuff he said to Charlie, I was just like, that's too much. Like even like that's very harsh to say to your best friend, you know. But anyway. He's very overprotective of Charlie. And I think he's trying to do the right thing, but not necessarily going right about it in the right way. Um, he is a very um, big film nerd. Uh, he watches a lot of movies just like us, Louise. <laughs> um, and he, I think the main storyline for uh, Tao is he doesn't like change. And this yes. his best friend is kind of changing and um getting into a relationship and not necessarily spending more time with Tao and so Tao is a bit threatened by that and I mean it's just the story of friendships in high school isn't it yeah. <laughs> how everyone kind of grows and um changes and drifts apart and then you never know you might be like Louise and I you might find yourself <laughs> after school and become even closer than what you were in school yes People have praised this show for being quite a good representation mm. of like high school experience stuff. Like they're using Instagram to text, which is common. That was so emojis. good. I appreciated that because that is what younger people do tend to use nowadays. And they actually did. Like you could see them texting, and there wasn't like silly mood mistakes, which was always nice. And Tao is best friends with our next character, L. Um, played by Yasmin fin- Finney. Yeah, Finney. Yeah. Um, I was going to say Finley. <laughs> um, 
she has moved schools to the school where Darcy and Tara now go to and Tara's missing her but he's happy for her which is nice you, they're very supportive friends and yeah. that's what we like to see yeah um she has a thing with Tal which you kind of see it go coming like yeah and it's cute it's very cute um the sidestepping around it yeah 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 it's then, very high school yes, crushy <laughs> And the mum picks up on it. <laughs> she because does. She's like, leave the door open, guys. And then, like, never else. And I'm like, this is interesting. She's so funny, the mum. I love her. The so mum loves Elle more than Tal. Tal. Is, Tal. Yeah, Tal. it's so funny. It's lovely. It's such a representation of, like, how it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? She is a bit of a loner at first. Mm. Understandable when you move schools. And. She gets a phone taken off her, which I did not know was a thing in England. But this, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that it was a thing. Yeah, uh, but she is friends. She makes friends and she joins a group. And then we get this big group of friends from both of the schools. And that is the friendship group. And in the comics, that continues on. So if we get a season two of the show, hopefully that big friendship group will continue. Elle is, a good, I think, good representation from what I've seen. I... Don't know that much. I don't want to speak for people, but yeah. she's good, positive role model for people. Yeah, so it's good to see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was well told. I think they told it in a really authentic way, which I thought was really good. Yeah. Um. But she, the only problem is that she told um Tao about Nick and Charlie's relationship, and that is the reason behind the big fight that we see. Yeah, which actually looks like a high school fight. Yeah, like, it's it, not choreographed. It's rolling about in the grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. I I understand why Elle told Tal, yeah. but at the same time, like, not really her place to say anything. But then, obviously, Tal didn't act. Um, he didn't take it very well. No, we can't. We can't blame her for his actions. Yeah, exactly. So moving on to Tara. Um, who is also at Higgs School, I think it's called. And she is the first one to befriend Elle, which is a very nice move for her. She's very nice, a uh, very outgoing person. She plays in the school band, which I was like, nice, of course. <laughs> of <laughs> Isn't course. she clarinet? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. It's like all the queer people are in the band. I mean, it's kind of true, but... <laughs> um, she is in a relationship with Darcy, um, who when you first see them, you might think they're just friends. I kind of had my suspicions because they were looking, there was just something they there. Girl in red. Yeah. <laughs> I did not notice. That was a big. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I kind of had my suspicions, even though I didn't, I had no idea that was playing. Um, and then they're not really out. Um, well, uh, Darcy is, but Tara isn't really. And there's kind of a mixed up drama where there's things being said that Tara fancies Nick and that Nick kissed Tara when they were younger and all this kind of stuff. And then eventually at a party, Tara and Darcy kiss and they kind of come out together. 
and it's really nice that they had the confidence and that it just felt like well it's it it didn't at the party it didn't feel like they were coming out it was just like oh yeah this is just someone that I like and I'm gonna kiss them because I like them it, it, it didn't feel you know like a big coming out thing and then of course um because of the Instagram post uh some of our peers were not very welcoming and were being quite nasty about that kind of thing and I think that was also quite realistic um the kind of stuff that they were saying I could definitely picture hearing in schools should we talk about the party because party is quite like the turning point of like the entire tv show yeah go for um, it because we are coupled the two couple two out of the three couples are coupled up at that point there is the, the kiss that we see and then the first kiss of Nick and Charlie in that room which is suddenly cut off by Nick having to go find his friends which gives Nick signals and it is a very cute moment and people have complained that when they had their first kiss they played a song called Sappho which was an interesting music choice Hmm. but I love the music the music in general is quite interesting in this film this tv show and they play water parks at a party which is a band that my flatmate turned around and said no straight guy would ever play that at a party (laughs) She's a big water parks fan. Um, all the music in this was very good. Yeah. Of course, we have the soundtrack by Baby Baby Queen, if you want me. And of course, that is based on Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, <laughs> which is a nice like interconnectivity. I feel like Killing Eve because <laughs> yes, but um, overall, Tara is good representation, and there's some comedy elements like when they get locked in the cupboard. Yeah, <laughs> that was quite funny. It, it, I was like, how, how, how has the school not fixed this though? Yeah, like because it was like they got locked in it the first time that like a year yeah. passed or something, and I was like, how is it still broken? Also, why did they sit in there if it locked <laughs> in? And then the funny thing was at that band concert, and then all their friends start running, and I'm like, surely you would still have to be part of the band like surely the teacher wouldn't be like oh yeah go find them and they're all just like running down the corridor to get them and yeah I, I I don't know I thought that was a bit I was like what this would this really happen though but it was cute it was cute for the boys. it was, cute. It was, it was a really cute and of course <clears throat> they were somebody's pointed out and the way they're running is LGBTA oh no way yeah that is very cool so that's kind of cute it's like Very a cool. Easter egg. Um, shall we talk about Darcy? Yeah. Um, played by Kizzy Edgigal. Um, they are in a relationship with Tara, of course, as we've established. Um, cool jumpers. Yeah. Don't get how they can wear it at school. Exactly my <laughs> thoughts. I think it's just us, Louise. I think our school is just quite strict. No. Yeah. no I tried to buy that jumper, actually. Did you? Uh, it's my basket that's sold out. Oh. So if anybody's looking for it, it's in the house in Fraser, if they ever get back. Wow. <laughs> if, uh, random information. Um, you've been stereotypical lesbian on this PowerPoint. <laughs> she is, though. Like, she, well, there's, like... The, yeah. I, I, I'm going to get so much hate now. There's, like... <laughs> there are, though, like, there's stereotypical types of, like, <laughs> everyone from the LGBTQ. Yeah. Don't even deny it. We all know, we all know. And so I feel like she's just, yeah, she's definitely one of the stereotypes. 
it wasn't like a forced stereotype, like it was quite natural. Like no, natural. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a trumpet player? Trumpet, yeah. No. Yeah, trumpet. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Again, another band player. Yeah, um, lots band players. And of course Nick's the drums. Yep. Um and Charlie. Oh Charlie, yeah. Yeah. Nick's just there to support him, which we love. Yeah, I was going to be like, why is he sitting next to Charlie during this concert? But then he went and sat in the audience and I was like, good. And I was like, yeah. this is cute. Like, supporting, yeah. supportive boyfriend. I'm here for this. Yeah. Um, oh, so my favourite, Darcy's style was my favourite, though, out of all the costumes. Like, yeah. I was like, tie-dye. Yeah. Um, tie-dye is great. She has quite a few comedy lines, like when Imogen, Imogen comes up to Tara and's like, do you fancy Nick Nelson? And she's kind of defending her for him. She's mm-hmm. like, she watched like a Sunday at a party, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Which it was cool. Good. Yeah. So moving on to Tori, um, played by Jenny Walzer. I'm sorry. She was that's... a call midwife. Is she? Well, she's in like two episodes, but oh no way. That's yeah. crazy. Um, she is, of course, Charlie's sister. I I think Tori was probably my favorite character yeah. in this series. She was Really funny, um, quite witty, smart, um, but she was also a really supportive sister, which I thought was really cool because Charlie's obviously going through stuff and she's trying to help while still having the, you know, the um, mucking about and making fun of your brother because that, you know, that's yeah. what you're there for. Um, but yeah, no, I thought she was really cool and I liked the scene where Charlie's really, really upset and she comes and she hugs him and it's like a nice, nice moment with the two of them. Mm-hmm. She's like have food. Yeah. Which is quite relatable. Yeah. She's yeah, like she's a mid. Yeah. Um the characters do look quite a lot like the comics, which is quite nice. Oh, that's cool. Oh, from what I've seen, I've read some of them, but not all of them, which is kind of really good casting. Mm. Like Tori looks like the comics, one point, which we love. Good. Um, talk about Ben. Yeah. By Sebastian. Sebastian <laughs> Croft, um, very toxic relationship. Mm. Um, as soon as you see him, you're like Charlie, run. Yeah, run the other way, run the other husband, way, go, go, go. Internalized homophobia, and of course that leads him to be really mean to Charlie, not meeting him, and being a bit violent. <laughs> and of course, his through this is where we first see Nick and Charlie really properly interact, is when um, Nick defends him from Ben. Yeah. And when, when he breaks out of Ben, or Charlie breaks out of Ben, it's a really good, like, yay, you go, guy. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. Nice. Yeah. I think I I, I feel bad for Ben. Um, yeah. I know he's awful, but I still, I mean, he's really properly dealing with stuff or not dealing with it, really. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's not very healthy what he's doing. And I think... Um, yeah, I think it's a shame that he has all this internalized homophobia, but hopefully he can he can get over it. But it didn't give him the right yeah. to treat Charlie the way he did. Yes, especially because Charlie had such a hard time. Yeah, that it was just in that relationship. The Nick relationship is a lot better for Charlie. Yeah. Let's talk about Isaac, played by Toby Donovan, book nerd. Yeah. Um, he's reading a so many books during this and it's great and I think at one point he actually reads the Heartstopper novelization so if you rewatch this film look out for it 
I'm no not way. sure exactly what it is, but they had, has confirmed he is reading it at one point. That's very cool. Um, other Easter, like, look out for is that Alice Oseman is in Heartstopper, the comic book writer. At the end in the train, Nick and, Nick and Charlie are sitting, and on the other seat, they are there, and they're drawing. So look out for them. Very cool, very cool. But, um, Isaac is supportive. Yeah. Um, doesn't talk that much. No, but, he's just kind of one of the friends that's just kind of there, like... Just there. yeah, just there, supportive, just kind of a nice vibe <laughs> to be with. He kind of gets left out at some points. Yeah, like exactly, exactly. the milkshakes. The milkshakes. Yeah, he's just not there. He's just uh, yeah, but he's fine. He doesn't seem that bothered. Yeah, he's just like a chill person, which we love. Definitely. Yeah. Should we talk about Harry? Yeah. So. Corden. Yes, he is the bully. <laughs> of the school basically he's a rugby lad um just your typical high school jock kind of vibe um he's not very nice he says some very homophobic things over and over again especially at the cinema that was pretty horrendous um and he's just not a very nice guy he's constantly kind of making fun of charlie to nick's face to get the action out of nick um and nick's like well what are you doing and Harry's kind of egging him on and, you know, doing all yeah. of this stuff. So not not a nice character. No, no people were saying that in the comics, um, basically, <laughs> Nick tells him to F you. <laughs> and they said they had to take that out for the rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they could still use a slur, which is interesting by Netflix, like, rating standards. Mm. But, yeah. Um, that Nick, is questionable. Yeah. Nick, of course, fights Harry. Mm-hmm. But only when he's provoked, provoked like as mm-hmm. a proper provoke. It's not like he was like just fully. He was like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and of course, he has a black eye afterwards. Which is yeah, a shame. yeah. I think it was fair, but also I'm a conditional pacifist. So at the same time, yes. it's like don't you don't need to resort to violence, but also understand why you did. <laughs> yes, um, Imogen played by Rena Norwood, who fancies Nick, and that's how like. Into pretty much quite a lot of her character arc, but she's yeah. a side character. Yeah. So um, we see character growth though. Um, she tries to figure out about Darcy because she wants to like see. And she's there's a very famous TikTok sound. It's like, I'm not homophobic, I'm an ally. Mm, but, but even just saying that, I was like, uh. <laughs> see, it's cringy, but I generally think she is nice. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, she is. She yeah. is an ally, but just at that moment, she, she was just not articular, articulating no. herself well at all. And I was like, just stop talking. You're digging yourself a hole here. Yeah. Of course, at the end, we see, like, when Nick and Charlie run off, she, like, the camera pans in and I'm smiling. Yeah, and it's so cute. people didn't really like her. And I was like, I like, no, that's nice. She's yeah. a nice person. Yeah, she is. Like, she understands. And once Nick says she's not inter- he's not interested, she doesn't out him. She doesn't, yeah, yeah. Like, She's just like sure, which is really nice of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a decent person. I want to know if her dog actually died. I think her dog did actually die. Because the first time I was like, maybe not. But then, and then of course, Nick brings his dog to be like, I'm sorry your dog died, but he was a dog, which is very that cute. That was cute. The dogs, the dog in this is the cutest thing ever. 
<laughs> yeah, very cute dog, very cute dog. Nail. Nail. The good interaction, good interaction. And of course, I've got all the dog in the snow. Very cute. Definitely. So moving on to Mr. Ajayi. Um, he is uh we assume an LG well, he has pride flags uh, like pin, so um an LGBTQ ally or possibly part of the community. Um, it's never really confirmed who gives Charlie a sanctuary um, in his art classroom and offers him some advice and is a really supportive teacher um, and, you know, wants the best for Charlie. He is an art teacher, so he's just mm-hmm. like a cool guy. Like his, I like his vibe. I like his room and where Charlie sits in the corner and like the leaves around them yeah it reminded me of like uh, a primary school classroom though it didn't remind me because our art classrooms it didn't remind me of the art classrooms at high school it reminded me more of like a primary school art classroom but I didn't spend a lot of time one of them there's one of the teachers in our school was like yeah 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 but um, not as never as messy Mm. they would the school killers if we actually painted one before yeah I'll watch they um yeah see he's cool he's there at the end yeah, it's sports day, and he's just like smiling. It's sports yeah. day, it's so cute. Everybody just smile. It's kind of cute. Yeah, and he just definitely. runs, just look. Nick just leaves this rugby match. I know. I was so. I, yeah, I was like, okay, who's what? <laughs> but yeah, also, think, you do you. I know. I think they actually got like proper rugby players to play against them at rugby matches, and it was like made it quite scary for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, the guy plays um Charlie. He's supposed to be a fast runner, but he wasn't, so they he had to ask them to slow down when they were filming. Which is very cute. That is quite funny. <laughs> so, last character. Sarah, Sarah, who is next month, played by Olivia Coleman. That was a nice surprise. Yeah, it really was. I really appreciate it. Because nobody knew at all. Which was like a big thing because you think like they'd be like okay stunt casting, but they're like no Olivia Coleman's just there being nice and protective. Yeah, um, she's a good mum, very supportive. Um, she's kind of there. They drink a lot of tea, which I love. It's very British. Like they've always just got tea. Um, she's very supportive of Nick and Ch- you know, Nick and Charlie. She's like yeah. oh, Charlie's a special friend, isn't he? Yeah, that was so cute. She's a bit different. And she's like a bit different. And she's like, it was very cute. Um, the coming out scene was very nice. I've seen people use that as a coming out scene to their parents. That's a big thing. So Aww. it's very cute. And there's lots of outtakes. I don't know if you've seen them of them filming that scene. And then they've had to stop because Olivia Coleman just started greeting. And then she's like, that means oh, crying we... for all you non-Scottish <laughs> <laughs> listeners. Um, she's crying because she's like, oh, his little face is too cute. Oh, that is very cute. It's, it, uh, yeah, I really appreciate that uh, that Olivia Coleman did this. I feel like, yeah, yeah it just, it, I don't know. I can't explain it. It just felt right. <laughs> um, she just felt like such a, a great person to take on that role. And the coming out scene was really wholesome and, and lovely. I loved it at the start of that. She was like, Nick was like, Mum, I need to tell you something. And he, she she was like, Nick, um, Charlie's not coming on a holiday, Nick. <laughs> She's like, I've already booked the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was quite funny. 
And then, of course, we've got the emotional scene, which is lovely. She yeah. also suggests Pat's kind of being she knows she knows <laughs> and then of course she's like I know what bisexuality is because like I'm not born in the 1920s or something <laughs> yeah that was quite funny well she says I'm not the qu- I don't know she says something she's like yeah it's something along those lines yeah because I was reading the comic and I think it's different than the comic but I, mm. was, I think she says something and I was reminded of like the favorite because I was like yeah 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 of course she does do roles when she's old fashioned yeah it's very cool. Nice. So let's talk about reviews. So it scored 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb, which is pretty impressive. That, that like, is pretty good. Yeah, that's really good for IMDb. <laughs> yeah. So well done, Heartstopper. And here's a lovely quote from The Guardian, which gave it four stars. This sweet, heartwarming adaptation of Alice Osman's webcomic about love between two British grammar school boys is wholesome to the point of retro and like a hug in TV form. It is really, it is cute. It is. I think that quote sums it up perfectly. Um, <coughs> so everybody I talk to and I would say Heartstop and they're like, oh my God, Heartstop, it's amazing, we love it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, I you had, I think... <laughs> You were the first to message me to tell me, yeah, Beth, you need to watch this, and Beth, we need yeah. to do a podcast episode of this. And I was like, oh, okay, maybe See, I was kind I of wasn't like, a flatmate watched it with me, so I, I don't think I would have watched it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then two of my other friends, um, from uni. Yeah. both separately messaged me within a couple of hours of each other mm-hmm. telling me to watch it and I was like oh for goodness sake okay 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 I better watch this then and I think I binged it within two days um yeah. I mean you probably could do it in one day they're very short episodes but I think for me some points were just too cringy it just cringed me out a bit too much um I think it's just because of the whole high school aspect and like I, I try not to watch that stuff because it just reminds me of cringy high school stuff um but yeah no I really enjoyed it it was really cute I think that's probably the best way to describe it um it reminded me of everything sucks and the yes. American tv show if any of our listeners have watched that it's really good um I also appreciate the LGBTQ plus representation mm-hmm. it's really important that we have that out there and um, I'm really glad that it is out there now for future generations to come and see that it is it's okay to be gay <laughs> um, and yeah I just yeah I thought it's really good for representation and the animation as you said earlier yes. Louise really enjoyed it and it actually makes a lot of sense that it's kind of bringing in that webcomic aspect to it and I thought yeah it was really neat really neat yeah it was really good um, everything sucks and um, was cancelled <laughs> which was very sad but um Hotstop has not been renewed yet at time of recording which is very unusual so we'll see hopefully they're just working out the details um I really liked that I liked Stephen Fry's in it yeah um just a wee cameo he's just turns up in the most random things and I love that for him like yeah. he's in Trini and stuff like that mm-hmm. absolutely love that um I think it's really nice they used the word lesbian which doesn't seem that important, but most TV shows don't. Like, try and think about anything. They always use the word gay. They never use the word lesbian. That's very true, actually. Like, think Supergirl, the bit I'm at. They've not used it once. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting. Ah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Interesting. But so, I yeah. really loved it. Oh, Amazing that's... soundtrack. Um, 
I listen to it non-stop <laughs> but it's good so yeah positive vibes yeah it was nice um, it was light-hearted yeah easy watching yeah. imagine it turns into Riverdale though Oh, oh. <laughs> it's so funny! Like on like like season twelve, and it's like Nick Nelson has superpowers who can travel through time, oh. and Charlie can read minds. Sorry for all you Riverdale fans, but come on, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> oh dear, yeah, yes. So, stop with slander. Person of the day. Olivia Coleman. Yeah, I'm a big crown, the crown fan. So, I love Olivia Coleman. I'm also a big Broadchurch fan. So, I'm a fan of the favorite. <laughs> yes. So her name isn't actually Olivia. It is say that Carolyn Olivia Coleman, but she shortened it. She met a husband at Cambridge when they were doing a play together at Cambridge University. Very cute. Um, and she won the Oscar the first time she was nominated for the favorite. Which is amazing for her. The favourite, a great film. I would recommend that. So good. She put on weight to play the favourite. She put on about two and a half stone because she didn't want to wear a fat suit. It's quite impressive. That's what she was saying this. She shouldn't. Which is fair because people have been criticised in the past. Yeah. For using, yeah. And she's the proud owner of a roll of toilet paper from Buckingham Palace. (laughs) Because her husband took one when she was meeting the queen. Nice. <laughs> she is cool. a cool person whose addition to this wee TV show was a nice addition. Yeah, definitely. We love you, I love you, Coleman. You're awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A cool person in general. We love you. Yeah. So that's all we have time for today. Um, quite a short episode, I think. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed. If you're not following our social media, what are you doing? We're on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and TikTok, so just look us up at No More Sexist Shit. Also, we mentioned Killing Eve. Go back and listen to our episode uh, episodes on Killing Eve season four if you've watched it. And yeah, if next you've recovered time from watching it. If, yeah, if you've recovered, I know. No, let's not go there. Let's not go there. Uh, next time, what are we talking about? Next time, Louise. Next time we're talking about Amazon Prime's The Wilds season two. Yes, I'm so excited. Louise hasn't finished it yet. I watched it all in one day. Eight hours, it took me eight hours out of my day. But, oh, so excited to talk about that. So join us then to listen to us talk about The Wilds. Bye, guys. Bye.